Having emotions is part of being human. And certain emotions you may have already noticed have a negative impact on you and some emotions have positive impact. So in this episode, you're going to discover how to identify and shift emotions that are holding you back and how to use emotions as a way to create your vibrant life. So stay tuned for episode number 52 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. Hello, visionaries. How are you all? This is your host, Padma Ali. And you are tuning into episode number 52 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. It's March. Spring is just around the corner. I don't know which part of the world you live in, but where I'm at, it is really cold still. And my <laughs> my preference is always warm weather. And I'm seeing the signs of spring. There are buds on the trees. I hear the birds. It's making me very, very happy. And that brings us right to this week's episode on emotions. So what exactly is emotion? So Wikipedia defines emotions as the biological state associated with the nervous system. And that's exactly, you know, when I was describing spring, you could hear the joy in my voice, right? So emotions are connected directly with the nervous system. See, I personally hate labeling anything as good or bad because good or bad is just an interpretation and as is the same with emotions. However, emotions is energy in motion. So if everything is energy and emotions also have a certain energetic frequency to them, Certain emotions have a higher vibration to them and certain emotions have lower vibration to them. So when I say the word peace or joy or love, just tune into how you start to feel in your body because that is giving you a clue or a cue as to how that emotion makes the vibration of that emotion. Now think about a time when you felt angry or you got triggered by somebody or an event. How did you feel? How did your body feel? Our body has so much information. It's giving us every step of the way. 
and anger, shame, generally have the lower frequency, have a lower frequency to them. Now, like I mentioned, think about the last time you got triggered by somebody, by an event, by something that happened around you. What was your reaction? So what did you do at that time? Just think back on that for a minute. My invitation to you is to observe these patterns because life is constantly giving you opportunities to grow. And the way we grow is when we can bring observation and awareness and curiosity to our life events, like to see exactly how do you react? How are, how am I, how am I dealing with this situation? And is there Is there a pattern to that? Is there other times in my life where I've acted the same way? I've reacted the same way. We all have those patterns. And if you dig deep, you will find them. And sometimes you don't even have to dig deep. I know exactly there are certain things like my default is to go into overwhelm. And so it is something that I'm constantly aware of and working with When I get into overwhelm, I know the result is going to be anger at some point. And it's not even like anger where I'm bursting out angry. It's like annoyance. I'm annoyed. And that for me is a sign that, okay, time to pause. It's overwhelm is taking over and I don't have to give in to that. So this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how to use, how to harness the power of emotions to create the life that you want. And the reason this is important is because you may have already heard this, this phrase, like how we do one thing is how we do everything in life. It is true. The moment, the moment you are placed in a situation where you feel squeezed, where you feel tight, you feel tensed, you feel, you feel kind of stuck in a corner, just observe how you behave because that behavior, I promise you, is something you have done in the past and you will continue to do unless you bring awareness to it. And behind every action, there's an emotion, there's a thought. So for example, this is very simple and I'm sure this has happened to you in your life. Have you ever stubbed your toe? What's your first reaction? Is it annoyance and frustration with whoever left whatever object on that floor? How do you react? Are you like annoyed? You know, when my kids spilled something, right? My first reaction is, ah, (laughs) because I'm going into, now I have to clean it up and I have to spend time doing something I don't want to do. But that's my default reaction. But the default reaction is coming from an emotion. Now I can choose not to go into it, into it. And sometimes I will find myself halfway through that reaction and that and that emotion before I say, all right, time to pause. Do I want to do this? I have a choice. And that is what I want you to take away. One of the biggest takeaways from this episode is for you to recognize that you do have a choice when it comes to your emotions, when it comes to your reactions. And so what happens? So often what happens is that, you know, I get it. We're all so busy, right? Like if I look at anybody, like you ask anyone, how are you doing? 
most likely the answer is going to be, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. So when we are that busy in life, we usually, we use, this is no judgment. This is every one of us does that, including me. Like we get, just get caught up in our day-to-day life. I was just reflecting on this with my husband this morning saying, wow, days pass by so quickly. Weeks pass by, suddenly months are gone. It's already March, three months, two months of the year is already gone. It's been a year since the whole pandemic started happening, right? Time is flying. So we get so caught up in our day-to-day things. And when we are so caught up in our day-to-day things, we do something. We don't make time to process what's happening, especially the emotions. And when we don't take time to process something like emotions, guess what happens? It shows up in your body. When you don't process emotions or when you haven't completely worked through something, your body is going to react to it. It's going to show up in your body. And this is just because the body and mind are extraordinarily connected. I mean, think about it. When you feel stressed, where does it show up? How do you know you're stressed? Most people will say, I feel palpitations in my chest, or I feel the sinking feeling in my gut, or I feel shaky. It shows up in your body. And when that is not processed, it will continue to show itself, rear itself in your life. And I have tools that I share with my clients that I teach my clients how to use these tools to process emotions on a regular basis. And I do this with my kids. I do that with myself. This is just part because if you don't, it will show up. And sometimes we don't even know what emotions we're holding on to. You know, you've heard me reference to my autoimmune that I used to have. And that autoimmune was related to my gut. And I'm sure you already know this, that gut is often called the second brain. And it's called the second brain. And it's also called, you know, you've heard the reference to the term gut feeling, right? Gut feeling is intuition. Gut feeling, when when you don't pay attention to your gut feeling, (laughs) at least in my life, I've noticed that if I don't pay attention to my intuition... I'm often sorry that I didn't listen to myself. (laughs) And that's what I teach my clients to do as well, to trust their intuition because your intuition will never lie to you. So with, with my autoimmune, which was related to my gut, as I started the process of healing, I recognized, I realized that I had a lot of unprocessed emotions that were just stuck in my gut. And that was part of the reason I was so sick for the longest time. And it didn't help that I was constantly in a state of victim mentality saying, ah, why am I dealing with this? And angry at the universe for having given this faulty, uh, defective body. And it took a long time till I processed those emotions till I let go of those emotions, my healing process didn't start. And I'm going to be sharing with you in a little bit a couple of books that are amazing when it comes to your healing, healing your body. 
and recognizing how the body has a tendency to store some of these emotions. See, what I didn't recognize when I was processing, which I know now, is that a lot of those emotions were not even mine. You see, we are energy sponges. Have you ever walked into a mall or gone somewhere and suddenly you're like, oh my goodness, what hit me? I don't like, I don't want to be here. Some, something is telling you this doesn't feel right. Or you're suddenly so exhausted or just annoyed or it's like you're feeling things. Guess what's happening? <laughs> you're picking up energy. Whether you believe in this stuff or not, you're picking up energy. Energy is nothing but you know, we, we all have that. Some people are more aware of it, and some people are more sensitive to it, and some people aren't. Like, I'm very sensitive to energy. I can't. Like, it takes, I, I have to prepare myself if I have to go to the mall, for example. I have to work with my energy system before I can step into a mall. Well, I haven't been to a mall in ages. Thank you, pandemic. <laughs> and thank you, online shopping, right? So, but this is, this is vital. Start to pay attention. Start to notice. Start to notice how you feel when you're interacting with somebody. Start to notice how you felt. Bringing in mindfulness and awareness is what's going to show you what is happening. And there are certain things you can do to discharge energy too. You know, taking a salt water bath. Salt has, a, has the ability to discharge energy, so Epsom salt baths are great. Or taking a walk in nature, standing barefoot in nature, in, on, on the grass or ground, because that will help discharge the energy that you're carrying, which may not even belong to you. You know, you have, um, have you heard of Dr. Emoto's experiment with water? Water holds consciousness, and our body is made up of 80% water. <laughs> so what does emotions do to our body? So in Dr. Emoto's experiment, which if you haven't heard of it, go, go, go on YouTube and look it up. Basically, he, he experimented with water and used certain words. Some were harsh words, some were kind words, and saw the effect of water. The molecules in the water changed based on the emotions that the water was exposed to. And, you know, this is a great experiment to do. And people have done var various variety of variations of that experiment with rice and with other things to see it with their own eyes, like see what the effect is. It's really amazing. And you know what? I was watching, this is really, I tell you these I was watching a Disney movie with my, my children, uh, uh, Frozen 2, and in that, Olaf says, water holds memory. I tell you, these Disney movies are really amazing. Some of them, not just Disney movies, children's movies, movies in itself have some, some movies have so much amazing wisdom, profound wisdom. And Olaf talks about that. Water holding memory. It's amazing. And water does hold memory. And if our body is made up of 80% water, guess what's happening in your body? So how do you recognize when you have unprocessed emotions? And this is where 
noticing patterns in your life, noticing how you react to things. What are some themes of triggers in your life? It's worth paying attention to because, you know, when you don't when you don't pay attention to these things, the universe will keep giving you the same same event in different forms till you learn the lesson from it. My body didn't start healing until I learned some very valuable lessons. And I am so grateful for that experience of going through whatever I did with my body for years and years. I would not change anything because the lessons I learned, I still practice them today. My life is freer because of that. Not that I'm going to ask for more of those, but whatever life gives me at this point, I look at it from a place of what can I learn from this? What am I here to learn? I'm going to be turning 45 really soon within a month. And it I keep reflecting on these things. Like, how do I want to live the rest of my life? No, kind of like the midpoint, right? Right now. And so how do I want to live? What is it that I am here to do? How can I live in, in alignment with my, my dharma? And I invite you to ask these questions. And how are they all connected to emotions? <laughs> because universe is giving you opportunities every step of the way to get in alignment with your purpose. And the sooner you get in alignment, the faster your life is going to take off. <laughs> So there are a few books that I highly recommend to to work with unprocessed emotions or how your body is. Also, like if you are struggling with physical stuff, then there's probably stuck emotions there. I would invite you to look at this book called Emotion Code. I forget the name of the author. It's really an interesting book. Emotion Code is one, but the other two books that I actually came, I want, I made notes to talk to you guys about. One is called Body Keeps a Score by Bessel van der Kolk. I think I hope I'm saying his name correctly. And the other one is called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. We all have heard of Hay House Publications, and Louise Hay was is a really amazing, ama- was a really amazing author and person. So you can heal your life and body keeps a score. I'm going to put all of this in the show notes so you can you can take a look at these books. These are really amazing books. And the reason, again, why we need to work with unprocessed emotions is because how we feel on the inside attracts our situations on the outside. You know, you've heard of this phrase. I am sure you've heard of this phrase. Misery loves company. Why do we even have that? It's not that you are, you, you're commiserating with somebody and that's why you like company. If you're miserable, like that's why you like that. Yes, it may help validate how you feel in the moment. But what's happening is that unconsciously, how you feel is attracting people and situations to you. Now, I'm not, this is not a blame. You know, when I first learned these concepts and somebody, if some, when I was learning about this, when I, it all started with my illness, 
This is why I'm so grateful for that. And if somebody had told me that back then, I would be, I was, I was not very happy hearing those things that somehow I was creating this experience. See, we're not, it's not about you creating that experience or like you're somehow responsible for what's happening in your outer world. Yes, you are responsible. Let me, let me see if I can phrase it properly. This is about any situation, anything that's happening in your life is either for you to learn something from it and or come into complete surrender, practicing surrender. And the more you can get yourself, you can process these emotions without getting caught up in it. We don't need to get caught up in emotions and that's I'll talk about that later. My brain's working very fast and my mouth is not working as fast as my brain. So my words are getting all jumbled up here. So what I'm here, what I'm inviting you to consider and think about is how you are feeling if you're not processing it, if you're not working with it, if you're not understanding where is this coming from, it's going to continue to create experiences in your life, whether it is in your body or outside as events till you really get it. You know, my husband was commenting this morning on how calm the kids are these days. Our kids are, you know, they're like in a, in a phase where they're feeling they look, they're just happy, they're calm, there's like things are in, in flow in our home right now. And as I reflected on that, I realized something, and I told him this too, they're calm because the two of us are calm. <laughs> we have seen a direct correlation to when my husband and I are arguing or getting annoyed with each other or frustrated with each other or the kids, my kids start acting out. They're calm right now because the two of us have been calm. I was like, hmm, that's good to know. That's good. That's a good pointer. That's a good, what's the word? Uh, Pin. You know, like how you pin something. So this is a good pin for me to reflect back on if and when the kids start acting out again, which is just again to look back into, huh, how am I being? How am I, how am I, how am I responding to situations? What am I feeling? Because they do. They are such mirrors. If you have animals in your home, you will notice that. You get anxious, they get anxious. You are happy and calm. They are happy and calm. Children and animals are great mirrors for us. And this is why when you're happy, right, when you're feeling joyful, you start attracting happier and joyful things into your life. And it's not a coincidence that that, that that's happening. And it's not you know, if you are the kind of person who's like, I don't know if I believe in in energy and vibrations and frequency, that's totally okay. I invite you to look at any action that you're taking. What's usually behind it? It's an emotion. It's a thought. It's a feeling, right? Feelings create your thoughts are usually your thoughts precede your feelings, And then your feelings precede an action. So if you're feeling happy and joyful, think about the actions you're going to take. And you're feeling annoyed, sad, frustrated, angry, any of those emotions, see the actions that you'll be taking. All right, so let's talk about how do you shift emotions? 
See, with my clients, I do a multitude of different processes and tools that I teach them, including energy work. Energy work is one of my biggest tools that I use with my clients. And I obviously can't go through that in here in this platform as a podcast. So I'm going to share with you other methods that you can use to process emotions. And by the way, I have normally have very few openings for one-on-one work because they generally tend to be long-term. My clients tend to stay on. And I have just two spots open for one-on-one work. The work is intensive and the work is usually for at least six months. So if you are interested in kind of deep diving and finding that inner freedom so that your outer life can reflect that inner freedom, please contact me and you have, you'll have information to that in the show notes as well. All right, so how do you process emotions? One amazing way to process emotions is to start writing. I love setting the timer for 10 minutes and just start writing. Don't think, let your pen do its work. Write, 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 keep writing, keep writing, keep writing till you feel complete. I usually set the timer for 10 minutes because that's how you're bypassing the subcon- your conscious brain into your subconscious brain, which is where a lot of this information is stored. And then look at what you've written and see what is a theme that's emerged. What is it that you need to work through and process? The second one, which I addressed before, is to keep a track of all the themes and patterns happening in your life because that's a going that's going to reflect back to you where are you still hooked? Which is a anytime you get triggered, it's a hook. I'm not saying you can you need to be a robot, but it's an opportunity to learn and say, hmm, there I go again. What do I need to learn from the situation? What is it that I need to let go of? Another way to process emotions is when you feel something, acknowledge it. Just say, okay, I'm feeling this way right now. You don't have to give in to it. You don't have to go, why am I feeling this way? You don't have to do any such thing. Just acknowledge it. Notice where you feel it in your body. Just breathe into it and go on with your life. That's another way to work with emotions because sometimes digging into it, asking yourself, why am I feeling this way? That often doesn't help either. And when I do that, you can also ask, especially if you're, you're in a meeting, you're, you, you don't have the opportunity to dive into that, whatever that you're feeling, not about why you're feeling this, but usually there's a need. Anytime an emotion comes up, like anger, for example, there's a need that's not being met. And unless you understand that, you won't be able to shift it. So to understand that, just go and start writing. Like, what does this part of me need? What does this angry part of me need? What does the sad part of me need? What does this jealous part of me need? What is it that it needs? And once you understand that, then you can work on releasing it. And the last one is awareness that these emotions are just habit. They're habit. You may not look at emotions as habit, but they are. You know, I've shared this before in the other podcast episodes. Like every time my husband would say to me, he's traveling for work. Obviously, it hasn't happened in a year. Every time he would say that, I would go 
into it's as though a, a like some like a button got pushed and I would go into a sense of, of like panic and overwhelm like instantaneously without even asking like what is do I need to feel panic or 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 overwhelm in this moment but it was like a button got pushed and I would feel that it's habit you know like I wouldn't consider myself as an angry person but when I was a child, I had big emotions. That's just how I was as a child. And I learned very quickly that my parents, to get my attention of my parents, I would get into these explosive outbursts. It was reserved specifically for them because they couldn't deal with emotions. I learned that. <laughs> and I learned that as a habit. And then it would just show up only with my hus- with, with them and then later on in life with my husband. Yes, you know, this is, it's, you can look at it in your relationships as well. We recreate our life situations with our parents, with our, with our partners. It's just part of what we are working through. And then you have an opportunity to say, I don't need to do this anymore, which is what I did. After 20 some years with being with my husband, I'm like, all right, we don't need to do these things anymore. <laughs> but the other thing, you know, last week's episode was about human design. I learned something about myself through human design, which is I have an open emotion center. Now, what an open emotion center does is it absorbs other people's emotions and amplifies it. Now, for my work as a coach and as a therapist, it was it's extraordinarily helpful because then I can feel what my clients are feeling and help them with that, help them move it and process it and work through it. Like I can just tell when what someone is feeling because of that gift. But does it work in my 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 regular life with my family and my kids and my husband? No, it doesn't. I'm not here to amplify their feelings. So I have to work with it differently. But the more awareness you have about your own self, the more it's going to benefit you. See, we're all on this journey, right? Learning from our learning from our experiences, learning from each other. And every opportunity is a learning experience. Or the lesson is going to be repeated over and over again. And the last piece I want to leave you with is emotions are not to be feared. We fear emotions unconsciously. Think about it. Like, you know, how often do you not do something or do something so you don't feel disappointed? Right? Emotions are not to be feared. They're here to give you information. They're here to tell you when you're not living in alignment, when you're ignoring your intuition. They won't kill you. So learn from it, separate from it, notice the themes and patterns and go from there. That's the gist of this entire episode. I am sure you found a lot of benefit in listening to this episode. I would love to hear from you and love to hear your thoughts and takeaways. Please share with me on Instagram. You'll find me hanging out there. And if you are on Clubhouse, find me there too. I'm going to be starting some rooms and, and discussions in the next month or so. I haven't yet decided. Again, I have to follow my intuition on that. But that's my goal. And that's the intention I'm setting because I want to reach a lot of people. And finally, if you have found value in these episodes, if you've been a listener for a while, please, I request you to leave a review on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me, and it's also going to help a lot of people 
And I know that you're the type of person who likes to help people. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to my podcast at all. So I invite you to leave me a review and share with me your takeaways. And um, yes, and if you have questions, please ask me. I'm here for you guys. And next week is... Again, we're going to continue with the theme of emotions and we're going to be talking about what happens when you conquer stress and anxiety. There is something that happens, magical that happens when you can conquer stress and anxiety. So stay tuned for the next episode and I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at PadmaAli.com. And lastly, please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at PadmaAli. Thank you so much for tuning in. 